0: What's going on everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Life After High School, the number one podcast in Sudbury, where we dive into the lessons learned, the losses, and the lifestyles of the amazing guests by asking them the skill testing questions, critical thinking ones, and the ones that get the answers you need to help you be a bit better every single day. Thanks for tuning in, I love you guys, and enjoy the show.
1: It's the Life After High School podcast.
0: Call it. How's it going, man? Good, you? Awesome. Good. Oh, good. good, thanks, man. Better than I deserve. So, first and foremost, I'm really grateful you're able to share your story today, chat with me, and kind of pick apart the nuances and feel back the layers of kind of what you do, classes you teach, and the way you coach your athletes. So, thank you very much for doing the show well, today. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, now. Take us through kind of your transition, leaving post-secondary school to kind of where we are now, and then we can go back through it full circle if you don't mind.
1: So leaving uh, Laurentian, yeah, uh, nineteen ninety-four. Um, I did not know what I wanted to do, but uh, I had finished university. Um, having spent the better part of that last four years focused on uh, triathlons, at least in my you know my yeah. passion right uh along with uh I, I was a graduate of uh the outdoor adventure leadership program nice. um so I had to figure out what I was going to do. I applied to be a cop um they didn't take me no um, why is that uh I, I, I was young i oh, mean they were yeah. they were frank with me i mean yeah. most people getting in to be a become a police officer are are a little older more experienced yeah, like than in a, mid, than a mid like, first 20s. year graduate makes yeah sense so uh then i took a course professional fitness and lifestyle consultant Uh, I lived in deep river with my parents bus to Ottawa every Tuesday meet dr. Glenn Kenny and I would go through uh, uh, the course with him um, to become a professional fitness and lifestyle consultant I I think I wanted to work in a gym (laughs) you know finish university this is what I want to do and the highest level of certification I could get without a master's or a PhD right. was, was that certification. Oh, nice. So I went on for a few months and then I got a job um, in Padawalla at the end of the summer um, with the military, personal, I don't what I think, personal P, PSP, Personnel Support Program. Um, so I was a fitness trainer. Yeah, interesting. In Padawalla, yeah. What was that like? It was an interesting experience. Yeah, and I get to share that a lot. Uh, with my class and, and, and uh, each, I teach a fitness class so I, I usually go into what I did there with uh, 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 in Petawalla. It was um, oh, well it shaped a lot of who I am I would say. Um, so Don Donald Hall in Petawalla was the name of the gym and we serviced the military but we were uh, civilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know you're bottom of the totem pole really yeah. um through that experience though, i got to work with uh, jtf um canadian anti-terrorist so. Squad. well actually I, like i worked with a few people trying to get into that mm-hmm. right um they didn't know anything about the training uh that they had to do um they knew they had to be really fit and they had a few ideas on the kinds of things they had to do to be able to to, um succeed yeah. in in the fitness testing so I got to work with a couple guys in that regard uh, one of them got in the other one did not but that was simply a uh, psychological testing that stopped the other guy from getting in um and they could only tell me stories about you know what they had to uh we were gonna have to do because at that time JTf was secret yeah. uh, the government hadn't even acknowledged their existence Ew. so yeah yeah so I got to do things like that Um, I got to run lots of fitness tests for the military. Sometimes I'd have nearly a hundred of them in front of me while we were doing some kind of training plan. I'm 24 years old. Um, That was kind of intimidating. Um, They'd throw you into a boxer size class. I'm like, okay. A little overwhelmed. At times, at times. But at other times it was right up my alley. I've helped uh, a few of them through marathons. Um, You know, I was developing programs for these people. the coolest experience from, um, other than working with the, these two guys for, uh, to uh, qualify for JTF, I was, um, uh, I, I, I ran a seminar for the military Ironman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that is a grueling event, 30k rucksack, followed by, I want to say, a, a several kilometer portage into a several kilometer paddle yeah into a 5k rucksack you're looking at the winners doing this in five hours disgusting Uh, yes and these these people were in the military you if you're a, a grunt i mean you're training all the time yeah um but what they asked us to do was to create a seminar to help them train for this uh, so we put together a two-hour seminar and we would deliver yeah. it over and over and over again to each of the different battalions um, And I was into triathlons at the time. So yeah. I was really just pulling on all my triathlon knowledge to put this together, yeah. Pulling on the nutrition information as well, which was at the time I was thinking the 40-30-30 diet mm-hmm. um, That's what I was passing on to them um, and I the first Seminar might have been a little rough, but it got better and better and um, I had to make a training plan for these guys, so yeah. it was like, you know, I don't know if it was any good. I'd probably make it completely different today if I had to do that, but it was uh, uh, maybe 15 hour a week I put together um, for them, and um, I think most of them were doing more than that. Yeah. Uh, and then they got to go and watch the event as well. Uh, that was wild. Yeah. There was a lot of interesting people in the military. How do you spectate an event like that? Uh, I probably had a job i probably was um oh i guess you're stationed. i was probably stationed somewhere um can't really remember but i remember seeing the guys who that that i had been training Mm -hmm. and talking to all coming across the line you know five six seven hours eight (laughs) hours into it yeah yeah it was uh inspiring um and in the military you'll get a lot of really freakish athletes yeah um you you don't see them in sports because they're in the military but these some of these guys could be olympians, like, and you've got big guys uh yeah. like uh, you know six foot two somewhat heavy, but yet they can run a two forty marathon, yeah it's like come on, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some really impressive uh people there, and one of them he won the- uh, this military ironman uh, the next year he, he he ended up becoming the the best arm wrestler in the world wow, yeah, very specific uh. Yeah, do yeah. Or, yeah. And I was, yeah, I see him. I see videos of him now, but I'm like, hey, <laughs> I knew him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice.
0: So imagine being yeah. the best
1: arm wrestler in the world, yeah. yet winning a military Ironman. I mean, what? this is this is one of the most impressive, yeah, people I've ever come across, right? Wow. Physically, yeah. Jeez, that's wild. Yeah,
0: and so training in the military and training those guys uh, in Petauwa. How did uh, what was next? What was next after that? How long did that time frame last? It Was a year. Um,
1: I, I, as much as it was a positive experience, yeah. uh, sounds like a busy year though. Yeah, but I, I was making ten bucks an hour and I was full time. Oh, nice. Okay. And I was the highest qualified you know, trainer I could be. Right. Um, yeah. So there wasn't. Uh, I didn't see a future there. Uh, so within a few months, I was applying out to uh, Teachers College, rather, yeah. and uh, applied to Teachers College, got in, so I did my year in Petawawa, next year I was in Teachers College in North Bay.
0: Nice, at uh, Nipissing? Yeah. 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 Now, I'm curious about that. So, when it comes to applying to Teachers College, if you already have a degree or if you already have, are you able to still go into Teachers College and not have to start it from scratch or get a degree if you just have, like say, like a three-year college program or a two-year
1: college program? I think that. you need a uh you need a bachelor's degree typically.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you'd if you have a college like diploma or advanced diploma you need to This is yeah Depends that's where I'm I'm like cuz
1: there's no way. In what? Yeah, okay. Okay cuz so, I think uh if you're going into construction tech that's yeah that's what I was wondering uh, more about. It, it it's probably different. Yeah, I'm okay, not what, an expert in that.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about though, because there's like some people I know and then myself, I'm like, okay, well, if eventually you can do Teachers College with this, well, what if, but it sounds like you need a bachelor's before, or like you have to complete an undergrad before going into Teachers College, right?
1: I would say usually.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, and now
1: I'm not sure how it works with the trades and the yeah. uh, the recent push that the government's putting on mm-hmm. the trades. So might The no other ways in, if that's what you're going to end up yeah. teaching i'm not okay. sure though interesting that makes that makes a lot of
0: sense So, so uh you got in at nipissing um take me through kind of like what that that was a year at teachers college or was that two okay. one yeah yeah it's two now yeah it was okay. one then nice got, got in early oh <laughs> yeah so what was that year like like what happened there that kind of like brought you to sudbury or did you transition out into like take me through that
1: well it was fun <laughs> i think i had finished uh Laurentian and I really I didn't feel like I had a good time at Laurentian in my last year I was working too hard you sound like 90% of the people I know who've gone there yeah well it was more that I was working too hard oh, okay uh, um, yeah and so you, you, you grind and you grind and you grind and then it's over that's right yeah. and I went to Teachers College thinking I I, I knew I wanted to be there I had just spent a year in Petawawa mm-hmm. but I was also thinking I'm going to have a good time, right? Um, I'm going to yeah. work hard and I'm going to have fun, and I'm not going to do what I did in my fourth year at right. You almost didn't have that, regr- like you almost regretted enjoying school a bit, or I guess. Well, well I regretted uh, not enjoying school, not enjoying fourth school, year yeah. university. So right. now I was, I wasn't going to make that mistake again. Yeah. So I re- I met some good people, made some good friends, um, spent too many nights out, but we we also did well in school, and nice. um, you you just you worked hard and you played hard. Um, there is a balance for everybody listening and watching.
0: There is a balance. Yeah, You can do one and do the other. You can get good grades and have a lot of fun doing it.
1: Yeah, maybe only for... Yeah, it's not <laughs> yo, yeah, it's not sustainable. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. You're right.
0: You're right, Colin. Let me preface that. It's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not what we're saying.
1: But for one year? You,
0: yeah. yeah, just go on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: you can do it. Yeah, I think the, the message there was, I mean, you you have to enjoy yourself. I I had yeah. to... Acquaintances in university, who worked really hard, but come Thursday and Friday, or maybe it was Friday and Saturday, they yeah. played really hard. Hell but yeah. then the rest of the time, they were grinding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they in. made a, they made a point, you know. Friday and Saturday, these yeah. guys, nice. uh, they they had great mark, man. But they partied mm-hmm.
0: hard. Nice, yeah. So. Yeah, you need that. I think, who was I talking about this? But. You need a balance when it comes to that kind of thing. And I I almost found it's better if you, and I like that, what you're uh, you're saying your acquaintance did or your friend where he like intent, like there was intention behind why he was doing it. And was like, hey, I'm gonna actually enjoy because then I can let loose instead of like, ooh, I need to do both, I need to do one, but then, oh, what about this? It's like, excuse me, no, just do this. And then once I get to this day and this day, it's like from this time to this time, my focus is this, and then I can refocus. You almost, I almost find it helps your brain like just circle back and focus in on what uh, what the actual goal is. Because I don't think it's that sustainable to go like to healthy even. I just stay that focused and locked in, and then it almost because then we get burnout, and then people just start getting miserable.
1: You have to find what works for you, right. and you have to find a balance. It's very and, specific um, to the You person. have to have fun, man, or you're just yeah. not going to have any drive to grind.
0: Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So when you finished, did you like apply, were you always, did you always want to teach high school? Did you always, were you trying to get to university or teach in uh, elementary school? Like, what was your, uh...
1: I did not want to teach when I finished. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, I came yes. to, uh, I came to Sudbury yeah. right after that. Um, my wife to be, mm-hmm. uh, was doing her master's Uh, So we met in in university in in Sudbury Um, and I knew she was going to be doing her master's so and I was two years ahead of her so Mm -hmm. it was easy I was moving to Sudbury and I had a bit of a tax refund Sweet. so we moved into MSR yeah and uh, uh, I walked around with her all summer long uh, thinking what am I gonna do with my life Um, I was Working at Foot Locker, I was a lifeguard uh, throughout the summer just yeah. to make some money. And I didn't want to teach, but there was almost nothing else I could do. <laughs> so, Or at least I, that I could come up with in a short term. Yeah, so, for sure. So I was applying around, and, and uh, especially at the end of August, I was throwing out all the applications and going to all the schools and saying, I'm
0: available, this is who I am. Yeah. Right. Right. Did you, uh, in that summer lifeguarding, do you have any like anything that stood out? During their job, like, I guess what I'm asking is, like, did you have any, like, ridiculous incidents or... No. No? Pretty... Pretty pretty vain, uh, Boring. Yeah. yeah. They're either hit or miss. Yeah. It's lifeguard. Mostly miss. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, I lifeguarded in Petawawa as well. I can't say I ever had an interesting story. No, it was always pretty easy, which is probably preferable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. You?
0: Yeah, so I almost asked that question so I can, like... Because I think you get a kick out of what happened to me. Um, So when I was lifeguarding in Ottawa, it was like my last, my second last year working there at this pool. And I was teaching an adult swim lesson on like a Thursday at like 7.30, right? Whatever. Actually, that's exactly what it was. Um, And I had this guy. I was teaching, like, there's level ones, so very beginner, like, afraid of water. And then there's level twos, which is like, they can float and do all that stuff and they can swim, but their technique is sloppy. So I was teaching those people. And... I remember this guy got out after like doing two or three lengths of the pool, right? there back was like, hey, I don't feel well. And I'm like, okay, like, just get out, like, sit on the side. If it gets worse, let me know. Go back to teaching. Five or six minutes later, I look over, he collapses. Heart attack. Bro. So he has a heart attack in front of us. I'm like yelling for my buddy to give me the first aid kit. I'm like running over. We do our whole thing. And then, like, right as I'm like yelling at my other guy in the water to like get out and call 911, I hear a scream which is, like, the woman in the class is his hus- is uh, her, like, buddy's wife. And I'm like, oh, no. So he, she gets out. She starts screaming. She's a bigger woman. Oh, no. So it's, like, the one or two smaller lifeguards are, like, having a battle to get her away. And then the other guy's on the phone. And then the other one's, like, dealing with, uh, like, getting our boss. So then, luckily, our boss came in. They were able to, like, shield and, like, get her eventually out of the room and stuff. And then, like, the bystanders kind of stood back. But then, luckily, there was, like, a lot of us. Like, there was maybe okay. five people on the team there. So he ended up living, but basically what happened like the next, I think the next week um, he came back to the pool or something was like, Hey, which one of you guys like broke my sternum? <laughs> and I was just like, I'm sorry. Cause I guess what he remembers is he remembers getting out of the pool and waking up in the hospital. Okay. And I was like, bro, that was the most traumatic experience of my life. And you don't even remember it. He didn't thank you. I, I No, he was kind of more just like, uh, I mean, he was grateful, and his wife was grateful okay but i think they were like he's just like man you just broke a bunch of my ribs because he just has no idea right so he, i'm like man that's my traumatic experience in my uh, life and you're gonna awful. forget and like it didn't even happen for him which was like a very very right weird
1: yeah yeah it's weird a blank spot for him
0: yeah so like i found with lifeguarding i never had anything even remotely close to anything happen and then i had that uh, and then yeah. i had nothing else after it yeah that would it. be it's
1: scary just, stop running on the deck yeah and yeah. then that was it. That was the most action I got. Actually, I had a little more action. I did nice. remember an incident. But uh, uh, we swim tested mm-hmm. um, military personnel. Jeez. And so some of these people couldn't swim. Yeah. Or they wouldn't tell you. Or they didn't know they couldn't swim. So I do remember somebody jumping in off of the diving board yeah. and just sinking straight to the bottom. And we were looking at each other. Uh oh. Did she come back up? So you grab the pole. Yeah put it in front nothing nothing Bang on the head and then they grab it (laughs) and then you pull them up um oh man yeah it was uh it was funny at the time um i mean we we were on it yeah and the person was fine but thankfully they they wouldn't even grab uh the pole that was sitting in front of them Uh, and i i don't know what they were thinking when they were on the diving board Mm, yeah i don't know either am i gonna float I don't know <laughs> let's find out <laughs> I, think, I, uh, I feel like the person had never been in water I uh, they think they'd tell you? yeah no anyway that was uh, that, that was cool yeah. interesting
0: so when it came to did you get like how once you apply to a bunch of different schools and stuff like that did you like, hear back right away? Did a bunch of people like message you and see, like, hey, you come in and interview you to these schools? Or was it just like one or two that got back to you? Or what was that process like? Probably stressful a bit.
1: Yeah, I think I would go out in the morning and go to the schools and ask to see the principal and give him a resume. Um, most of them would say, I like that. We'll see what we can do. Um, uh, but then I, I, I went to Llewellyn mm-hmm. um, and I talked to. Rick Birdnick, okay, um, and he took an interest uh, and this is right near the end of August yeah. um, but he said I don't have a job for you but uh, uh, my principal buddy Jeff McKibben has uh, n- might need you so uh, drive out to Lavac and interview with him so okay. <laughs> out I went to Lavac right? right and um, I think I went out that day because I think uh, Rick got on the phone yeah. And said, Jeff, I got a guy for you. He's coming out. Hell yeah, okay. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, so Rick was really, really, That's cool. really good. Um, so I went out and I saw Jeff. Um, I worked with Jeff for one year at Levac seven years at Llewellyn, and then like another five years at Llewellyn. So I spent a lot of time with him. Wow. Anyway, I went out and got interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think between Rick and, and Jeff had already talked. So yeah. it sounded like they were going to hire me before I interviewed, like, rick must have had a feeling yeah right and he was this was his last year as right. a principal so i mean that he, he would have had a feeling like yeah like you would hope um so i'm interviewing with jeff and at the time there was provincial action and so teachers were interviewing at this and teaching four out of four so uh, right. it means there's no break in the day yeah. you just go from class to class to class usually and there's like three in one right yeah, that's right yeah, yeah. It's, it's a ridiculous uh, schedule. It sounds exhausting, yeah. yeah. And this, the position I was interviewing for was calculus, senior bio, senior uh, chemistry, and something else. Yeah, And Intense. I was biology and phys ed. Mm-hmm. So the chemistry and the math were gonna be a huge stretch. That's about And yeah. I just looked at it, and I knew I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I don't think I'll survive. And I saw on his timetable It's funny, Lovac had 200 students, so every teacher's schedule and and, and what he needed was written out on like a page this big behind him so here i'm interviewing him and i can see his positions that he's got yeah and you're like i
0: could fit there but not i don't want to do that but ah yeah yeah, yeah, so i cherry
1: pick what you want almost well he was interviewing me for the science one because he thought i could do it and i said i can't do that but i could do that job um and this job was art and english it was two-thirds it was grade nine art and grade 12 uh, uh applied or college english sure and those weren't my teachables, but I was confident I could do that. Yeah. And within minutes, he's walking me around the school. Perfect. And I'm thinking, well, he, nice. didn't, he didn't say I was hired. Yeah, <laughs> but but he's showing like, me around the school I know, and I'm a getting a, tour. a good vibe. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez, man, that's awesome. Then funny thing was, Jeff offered me the job. And then Rick Berdnick called me and said, I've got a job for you at Llewellyn. And I'm like, well, that sounds better. I'd rather be in town than Yeah, there. substantially closer and, uh, to family. And uh, I, I, I told Jeff, I called Jeff back, yeah. uh, Rick offered me a job, uh, and, and Jeff was, I offered you uh, the job first, you're coming to LeVac, I'll see you Monday. Okay. <laughs> so I went to LeVac. No. <laughs> I don't even know if he, if, he, you. if he could do that.
0: But No, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I think he was just like, no, I'll make the choice for you.
1: Yeah, That's so, hilarious. but it turned out to be the best decision. Yeah? Yes, nice. yes, uh, Jeff was a great guy to work for. Um, Lavac was an amazing year, met a lot of amazing people. We had a had a great time. That was the last year that uh, they had a high school. Oh, as well. wow. So,
0: Okay.
1: it was on the chopping blocks. They were closing yeah. a lot of schools in those years. Um, then I went to Lively and then Sorry, it wasn't Rick's last year. Rick did two more years. Okay. Um, then Rick hired me. So I went to Lively the next year after LeVac closed. And then Rick hired me at Llewellyn. And, nice. And then he retired. So I didn't work with him. Uh, okay. And Jeff had gone over to Confed in the meantime and then came over to Llewellyn mm, as well. Okay. So so Jeff and I uh, met back at Llewellyn. He, nice. And uh, he worked there for another seven years. Nice. Yeah. Now, what made him it Rick? Hey, eh? what made Rick a good uh, leader in that sense? When you started to work with him, so Rick, I didn't work with. Rick was the one who hired me. Yeah, uh, uh, McKibben was. The yes, one I yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, what made him a good leader? Lots of praise. Uh, um, if if you were passionate about something, he could recognize that, and he just he just asked how he could help and let you go. Oh nice right on. Right? Just kind of supportive um, all around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice.
0: Very sweet. Did you um so starting at Llewellyn um what what year was this? Two thousand. Uh, roughly. 2. Okay. So now you've been there for a minute. Right? A little bit a little bit yeah um i don't want to say wild <laughs> uh, no so even there for a bit ever <laughs> i'm sure it might feel like that as i was times, the, but... i was
1: pretty much the youngest guy on yeah. staff when i uh, got there and I'm pretty much the oldest one of the oldest now they've remodeled the building three to seven mm-hmm, times mm-hmm. um what i'm curious is so
0: this one i'm really interested in knowing your answer to but <clears throat> over the course of the years you've worked at uh, Llewellyn or in high school in general. Would you say it's it's harder to be a teacher in high school now, or easier? Because I know, like, yes, you like there's a lot more experience, but I think like it's more corrupt with certain, like, with media and stuff like that, and kids and stuff like that. Like, I don't know what you're able to do and not do as much of it anymore. So That's I'm a hard curious. question to answer. Um, yeah.
1: It's possibly both so yeah. I can go over uh, what's easier. Classroom management when I started was extremely challenging. So I, uh, I remember teaching grade 12 English, yeah. right? In my uh, first year. And thankfully I had somebody to set me up and show me how to do that. Nice. But um, it was a challenging group. Yeah, Lots of behavior problems. So lots of talking back, yeah. um, lots of challenging. But but I mean I looked like I was their age, right? right? Yeah, um, and I was totally new, yeah, so I, I didn't have I wasn't confident, and right. and, and I think uh, the they students can will get sense that. that. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so it it was it was stressful.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there were many many days I came home not liking my job when mm. I first started, um, yeah. and my good buddy who was like the top of our class. at at Nipissing, you know, we talked at Christmas. It's like, Colin, this is shit. I hate this. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah, me too. too. Um, But I think it it was because it was our first year and we were just learning and I was up till 11 every night. I only had two classes and yet I'm up to 11 every night making lessons, lesson plans. Yeah. Um, The kids were hard to manage. Yeah. I didn't have the skills, I was Mm -hmm. learning. So yeah, it it was stressful. and I think most people go through that in most jobs, right? When you start yeah. out, there's a learning curve. Um, and you, you don't know the people yet. You don't really know what you're doing. Um, so you're figuring it out. Anyways, it was tough. Um, I, I still, to this day, say it was a great year. But I, And I would say it took me about half a year to figure it out and find mm. my groove. Um, so the classroom management, really, is yeah. what I was talking about, was challenging. Today, if I walked into that class, that same class, yeah. there would be potentially no classroom management to deal with especially with a, a senior group. Yeah. Because if I, when I walk in, they, they wouldn't be that thrown paper or or, uh, um, or, yeah. or spitballs or, or trying to jump out the window. What would they be doing exactly? Yeah. I just, it's just eyes on like the own. movie Wally, their faces are all in the screens. Yeah. Unless you make it so that their faces aren't in the screens. Yeah. Right. Um, but that yeah. is the default today. Yeah. Their faces are in the screens. Interesting. So classroom management is is a different game, yeah. and it, in some ways, it's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's easier yeah. if you if you need it to be, if you want it to be, or if you're lazy, because you don't have to take them away. You can just leave. If you, if you don't take the screens away, their faces will be in the screens. And if there's a if there's a troubled kid. Um, or, or kid, rather, who's difficult, uh, and you're tired, um, and and you see he's in on the screen. Yeah. And you can leave him on the screen, and he won't right. be a problem. Yeah, not a good solution. No, 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 no. it's a, it's temporary, but yeah, that that even then, even it's yeah, it, it's um, not an uh, admirable tactic, uh, but no. it's still it, it's it's solution, unfortunately used. Yeah. Now the. Yeah. So what you've got to do with a class is you've got to get those screens away from them mm-hmm. or ha- and have them put them away now the class does not uh, devolve into what it used to right uh, I wouldn't say they immediately become challenging yeah uh, they almost don't know what to do uh, so I find the classes are much more quiet than they used to be really yeah
0: oh and you can also like
1: channel the
0: well it's like, like sometimes you don't even attention know if, if you're bit.
1: well sometimes you don't even know if you're uh, making an impact yeah right because they're they're unresponsive sometimes I mean at the beginning uh, usually once you teach for a while this particular group you, yeah, you figure it out you can kind of and it. They, they figure you out you figure them out nice. and it it'll, it'll work um, but yeah the default is for them to be on their screens um, you take away the screens they almost don't know what to do so' Give them something to do quickly yeah classroom management <clears throat> is is in some regards a lot easier that that's probably one of the big differences um, I nice. would s- call that almost a con, though. Yeah. Um, I guess we were talking about uh, how teaching is different, right? Yeah. So, that's one big way. It's not so much easier. It's more just like the time you were, like you started. It was difficult because it was like, oh, I was new. Well, and maybe Which that was, was my like experience everybody. where I was. Yeah. Um, although that was my experience in the second year as well. I'm. Right. Um, I'm also much older and much more confident. Yeah. And wise. so, if there are I'm gonna be better at managing a class anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. Now, <laughs> I'm curious about um,
0: before we dive a bit more into like management strategies and stuff like that. I'm, I'm curious about. I won't pick your brain about that. But what is um, like a way that people, both in general and as teachers, if you want to do both or just pick one, um, could fast track that initial like learning process like what is something that you learned later on that you're like man if only i would have known this this would have saved me i would have been able to go to bed at 10 instead of 11 every night kind of there
1: <laughs> you know <what> i'll mean? <laughs> well, get a job in your subject area maybe um <laughs> um well i don't know if there's anything uh i mean you have to, like they don't maybe now that Teachers college is two years. Yeah. Maybe they're better prepared. But with one year, that's I hope so, yeah. they're just giving you enough to survive with. Right. So you really do have to figure it out on the job. Um, uh, so there's experience. Experience helps, yes. Uh, what do I do now better than I did then? Yeah. Uh, you, you certainly want to engage them mm. instantly. First impressions count. Um, I can go back to my grade 9. Science teacher. Yeah. Please. First day, he made some concoction. So I'm mean, a grade nine student, first day in high school. Yeah. First class of the day. A little intimidating. This, uh, yeah, for sure. What does the science teacher do? He makes something on the on on his desk, and he makes an explosion. Hell yeah! Right on, grade yeah. nine boys. Classic. Love grade it. nine, anybody. This is awesome. Yeah, me right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I I did that when I taught science. Um, uh, yes. Make a good first impression. Yeah. Uh, be engaging. Try to be inspiring. Mm-hmm. Right out of the gates. Do something fun. Because um, that first impression matters. It matters a lot. Matters, yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, and and if you can hook them right away, then later on if you screw up or if you have to go through a bunch of stuff and it's boring, you've already got them. Mm-hmm. They'll forgive you. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. never thought of that. Hmm. Yeah, because I guess it does. you do
0: have to like, yeah, I was wondering, like, how do you hook them in the manager? But I guess it's starting off strong and then building that, right? Just building, like, a relationship with them, essentially.
1: Yes, Into absolutely. You. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes I haven't been very good at this, but, you know, those um, get-to-know-you games and stuff, Yeah, they're valuable. Don't Never underestimate that stuff. because no. it, Right? It, it uh, puts them on the spot, makes them talk about themselves, and yeah. you have to learn their names anyway. Right, it takes them out so, of their comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We used to do those a lot at summer camp. But well, what's engaging in one class is not necessarily going to be engaging in another class, and it depends with the material you're working with. So if you just right. sit back and put a lot of thought into, those first, into that first week, right? Yeah, set and, the tone. And, yeah, but try to engage them.
0: Right. Interesting, yeah.
1: Uh, Smart. It'll usually go well.
0: Yeah, perfect.
1: And I don't teach particularly difficult classes to get engaged in. Um, I'm not a math teacher I'm a fitness teacher I'm an exercise science teacher right I can it's pretty easy to find stuff Uh Um, I I actually with the fitness class I show them a fitness test that they're going to be doing the next day so I don't know that I'm I'm almost scaring them Mm. but there's emotion involved with that right and uh, so I find it doesn't necessarily have to be something uh, that inspiring necessarily right uh it's something scary is probably just as good
0: yeah did you uh i was told about this like uh what's this fitness test you do like it's oh well there's a few yeah do you have like a a one mile hundred push-up oh yeah okay murph yeah murph
1: thank you that's with my fitness class yeah i decided to come up i needed a challenge i needed a challenge uh to finish with and something to build them towards 100 pull-ups is just have you done it i've done 100
0: pull-ups but i've never done like the whole system of the murphs yeah i was talking to a buddy about that recently and i was like yeah he's telling me about it and i was like oof i was like yeah it sounds
1: i mean it definitely sounds tough like it doesn't sound like a cakewalk it's at all. been one of the better things i've brought in really? um, especially for a fitness class i used to uh, i think miners mayhem i tried to get kids to do miners mayhem when miners mayhem yeah do you oh, remember that okay. event N- um, i know of i've heard it like it sounds familiar so it's kind concerned. of like a tough mutter it's sudbury's answer to a tough mutter nice right and it's going to be happening again oh yeah this year about, and yeah. it's going to be happening at uh, Believe it, Kivi and Apex oh, cool, is going yeah. to be putting it on. Yes. Are you able to say that? I don't know if that's out yet. I f- well, I saw it on social media. Okay, so we're
0: good. Because <laughs> 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 I know they're like building up to an announcement, and I wasn't sure. I was like, "Oh, does he have like insider trading information?"
1: I, uh, no, it was Facebook, and De- I have Dennis on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so yeah. we should be yeah, okay. Okay, that's where. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're yeah. right. They did. So it was, uh, but I couldn't get Safe. them to. I couldn't get very many kids to go and do it uh, right? Yeah. So eventually the idea of doing murph popped into my head somehow and um I wanted to do it myself and I uh, people had told me they had done it and I yeah. thought there was no way I could do it but I, uh anyway implementing it uh training for it once a week um doing it at the end of the semester mm-hmm. the kids modify it of course yeah. I mean there are some kids that will never be able to do 100 pull-ups yeah so that's a that's challenging for fit people it's very challenging uh and that's actually not
0: the hardest part of and the like workout. real pull-ups right not the little no you're a,
1: well you're allowed to kip not the kip yeah you okay kip. Oh, yeah um yeah i still like it probably wouldn't like oh you could i, I yeah. guarantee you could do it yes absolutely No, i mean like i wouldn't kip i would try not to oh. kipping. Yeah. yeah i don't kip when i train yeah but like in order to do this competition you have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay i see yeah. what you mean So, uh, in fitness class, I'll show them a couple of the CrossFit films. Yeah. Are you familiar with those? No. Oh, you'd like it. Yeah? Yes. Yes? yes, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, So, I think I I might have watched one of those films. Maybe that's why I brought it in. Yeah. Um, And one of my coworkers goes to CrossFit in Sudbury. and So, we were talking about it. And um, I think he might have helped. Inspire me to to do it. He told me his time as well, and of course, Aww. being who I am, You're I'm like, competitive. Uh, I can't let him be the fastest uh, Murph uh, Murfer in the school. Oh, I've yeah. got to be able to do it. Hell uh, yeah. So so the, the 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 challenge was set. Anyway, um, the kids will modify the workout and to to whatever is challenging for them so so it might be that you're doing less pull-ups when the when the day comes it might be that you're doing some sort of lean back row mm-hmm. right you might be okay. doing modified push-ups same type of engagement yeah it's it, of, like, we workouts, we modify right? each of the exercises if need be yeah. yeah if they complete it unmodified i do have a oh no word that they're the name oh goes that's on. cool
0: so nice and i
1: do have records uh
0: posted oh, oh, nice. you know who did it the yeah. quickest
1: and i have two var- var- variations on it the indoor murph where we run laps of the gym like in the winter or or an outdoor murph so i have oh, nice. two separate boards for that um right before the pandemic i did my first one so it's a mile
0: yeah
1: for your listeners 100 pull-ups 200 push-ups 300 squats mm-hmm. and then a, air a mile run yeah That's nice okay bodyweight squats yes yeah. bodyweight squats yeah Um, 90 degrees on the legs, chest to ground for push-ups, and the pull-ups you're allowed to kip. Right, nice. The best way to do it would be 20 sets of 5, 10, and 15. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you do the mile run, and then you get through those 20 sets as fast as you can, and then you do the mile run. Mm -hmm. Um, I have had a lot of students um, uh, complete it, not initially, nobody was completing it initially.
0: No, it's about
1: it. Other than, you know, we myself and the other teacher were on the board as having completed it and it was it was there to yeah provide a carrot to the other students yeah, right like, we um, can do this. Yeah. Nice. um and eventually they started to be able to do it nice. right you, you 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 lay the challenge there yeah and eventually somebody does it and then yeah. once somebody does it others believe they can do it and then yeah. they, they 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 start being able to do it but yeah anyway i did it uh 2019 in december i would i knew i was fit um Went into Christmas break, not having done it, and I thought, "I know I can do this right mm-hmm. now." So I went into my the weight room in our school, ran on the treadmill, ripped out the exercises, nice. ran on the treadmill. It was so hard. Yeah, I bet. couldn't believe it. Jeez, so um, it was on the treadmill. And I didn't man. even do it right. I didn't find out until afterwards. It was twenty below, and I was running outside in a singlet trying to cool off because it was so hot in my gym. Jeez. Um, yeah. But and I think then I got sick, and I was sick for a couple weeks. Yeah, after. that makes sense. Uh, but it felt great and I thought then the pandemic hit yeah. so I issued the challenge again to my class and then as soon as the restrictions started to lift a few members of the class met at the back of Beatty, along with um, um, my co-worker mm-hmm. who's uh, the crossfitter um, and we did it outside of Beatty oh, right, because cool. they had to pull up the back yeah, that's yeah nice. so and that's, we could we measured out a mile and oh, and sweet. we did it and uh, that was uh, that was the first group of students I got through this test. nice that's cool um oh and then we've been doing it ever since and and i'll i'll watch kids pushing themselves for nearly an hour mm. to get this done no no other thing that i've done in the classroom comes close to getting kids to work that hard
0: yeah you don't say how do you instill that like is um, it just like the challenge and then like progressively go because i found today i was talking about it with my buddy during this run right it was like the more you do the more confident you get that the bigger thing could be done right like when we were running we got to a point where we're like we were at 15 and we're like well if we just run back well we've then completed the run we like the distance we right so once we got to the half marathon we're like man we're like halfway to what we our whole like whole race will be and once we got to 30 it's like no, we just got like a little 12 left to do and we can do this so it kind of like the more you do it the more confident you get that everything else can be done yes but it's, originally we didn't have that confidence so you have to right. build it how do you go about in kind of like building or instilling that because it's easy for kids to give up i found a lot more than like a buddy or myself or like people in their 20s who've done a lot more whereas these kids might not have any reason to like be confident in what they're capable of
1: yeah and so i can go through the process there yeah please um but to be clear it's uh i've done a lot of triathlons a lot of road races and when i go hard at at murph it's as hard as anything that i would do in half an hour absolutely yeah if not harder than anything else that i've done for a a half hour time frame if i'm going hard so it is hard so and to see a kid that's really average fitness at best pushing through for nearly an hour to get it done yeah it's it's glorious um to get them there it's 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 we call it murph monday we work out on monday towards that so it's really just push-ups uh squats and uh pull-ups on on mondays and we start with um and they can modify the movement and the first workout i'll do is do um a an adequate number of push-ups and an adequate number of pull-ups or pulls in one minute mm-hmm. so it's not very many right but we'll go for 25 minutes straight right oh, so nice. you're not tired at 10 minutes no you're not tired at 15 minutes but by the time we've gone for 25 the muscles are getting tired so we're yeah. building capacity oh, right safely okay, building yeah. muscle capacity yeah you're not um, going to failure every time like you progress no failures yeah, at, at the beginning be it feels easy yeah. right but by the time you're doing three pull-ups a minute let's say for 25 minutes you've done 75 pull-ups yeah uh which how many people have done 75 pull-ups in a workout but not really many going at a slow pace you can get it done safely Ah, then we start building those numbers and then we start doing it like intervals Mm -hmm. right uh and we start increasing the numbers but giving breaks then we'll do a half murph then we'll just do all of the exercises so like you were saying they start to get the confidence that they can do it and the hardest part isn't the pull-ups you 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 would think it is and that's Mm -hmm. what i was worried about i thought i would hurt myself it was the mile run after the squats okay yes um but it's push-ups 200 push-ups in that Uh, in that kind of a time frame yeah by trying to do 10 push-ups in a row but by the time you're at 150 push-ups
0: yeah i mean you said it's mile and then 100 push-ups hundred. no it's 100 pull-ups okay
1: Two hundred push-ups. Oh uh, yeah. Three hundred squats. 300 squats. Yes, yes, yes. And we break broken down into yeah. this twenty sets. Okay, but yeah. Uh, you can do it any way you want, but that is yeah, generally the way people recommend. It. Yeah, after
0: pull-ups. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see why.
1: It's challenging and it hurts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, that's awesome, though. It.
1: Jeez. Yeah, it's great. And um, I, I try to do it every year with them. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty fit to do it last June, but I got sick right as it was happening, so I had to go and do it on my own afterwards. Yeah. But I i got my son to Hold time it. me and nice um i posted my result afterwards um but you know the wind was out of my sails at that point i've been yeah. training all all semester with them and then i just I couldn't perform the way i was going to be able to but <coughs> so moving a bit forward from that
0: what i did what that does inspire what um we kind of talked about when we uh facetimed for a bit the other week was um I've noticed you kind of so you kind of said something that triggered me a little bit in a, in a good way of like it caught my eye or caught my ear and I was like you know never thought about it like that. You talk about coaching high school athletes as a four-year program, not as like ah, I got them for a semester in a class, right? Or like a year for this sport. You right. see it as I have them for four years and you right. train them in a four-year development, which I think that like that like blew my mind i never thought of it like that and i don't know and i think that's why you recognize how you are with your coaching is because that like you're treating it almost as if it's a varsity program uh it feels yeah like, like with the one to four year
1: development i think that's a fair statement um i find um Well, and it works, right? I mean, yeah. Now that we're doing skiing. right? I wasn't doing skiing uh, in, in my first years as a coach. Okay. Uh, mind you, I would start track and field in November. Yeah. Um, so happens that I'd rather be outside skiing in the winter than in the halls coaching track. Fair enough. So we start track later now. And with the, the coaches that I've had that have come on board and have taught me how to ski coach and, and coach with me, I mean, this is a good system. Um, I remember coaching for many years... Uh, and you know a lot of our athletes are seasonal, but a lot of our athletes will stick with us mm-hmm. throughout the year yeah and I do remember thinking, I don't want to be a seasonal coach, and I don't want to have an average running program right with a lot of sports, an athlete would sometimes prefer to go to the club, yeah, maybe they would prefer to go to a club um. Because the expertise is higher there, right? And I didn't want them to leave because the expertise was higher there. So, yeah. I I wanted us to offer as good a plan as anyone, right? So that meant we had to know what we were doing, oh, as absolutely. well. And that that evolved over time. Like okay. I, I didn't know anything when I started, um, and I have some degree of confidence now. Nice. Um, so. I want, to, I want to run a high school plan, yeah. a high school program, as good as any club would run it. Right. That yes. makes sense, yeah. Right. Um, that's, you know, you just if you're competitive, you want to do everything as well as you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, and so that meant... Uh, Understanding that, at least having that vision and that idea, yeah. right. So anyway, we the, the runners once the runners started going through uh, cross country running and ju- and joining into the ski program, which yeah. only started really in the the shape that it's in eight nine years ago. Yeah. Um. Anyways, those 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 uh, athletes go through the running, go through the skiing, join us in track and field, and we, mm-hmm. we run a summer program. Uh, okay.
0: Interesting. Did that? Um, what kind of inspired Um, that approach you took? Was it like you had a conversation with an old teacher or an old coach or you like met with a couple people and you were talking, you're like, you know, I should probably start thinking about it this way or do you always like want to do it and then it just kind of eventually developed as the years went on?
1: I'd say it eventually developed Um, and it became an option. I I have um, Neil Phipps has been coaching with me for 10 years. Amazing, yeah. Yeah uh, which blew my mind when he mentioned that it was 10 years. Um, he's provided a lot of stability, yeah. I would say. Um, me, and, and it was often, often I was coaching, uh, say hurdles in, 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 track season. Right. And the distance runners, I had, I just have to give them a workout.
0: Yeah. Right. Probably, and yeah. so,
1: because some years our coaches coaching staff was thin. Mm-hmm. So I, was neglecting I always knew I was neglecting athletes. Yeah. Right. And some of our hardest working athletes, but I was all tied up with the sprinters. Which was where I wanted to be at the time too. Yeah. Make no mistake. Yeah it does anyways, Neil provided stability there.
0: Nice. Amazing and then shout out to him.
1: Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. And then um the summer planning. Um I can't oh lot sometimes I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, between Neil and I, we're always around. One yeah. of us is around in the summer, so that'll that provides uh, continuity throughout the summer mm-hmm. for our athletes. Yeah, nice. So with that, I've noticed too, um,
0: and I want to kind of touch on last summer. So when I kind of, I almost wanted to. This is where I actually first like went on my radar to do the show, and you get you'll get a kick out of this. It was when like three of your students ran past me in the beaten. And i was like what the? these guys are like levitating as they move past me. and i'm like because eh, i was i'm no slouch and like i was i didn't train as much as i've been training now but uh you know still okay. like five five oh five for like kilometers i'm like oh you know you no know, 520 i'm like all right we're moving right it's, it's not, slow. Sure, yeah. it's not yeah. slow at all but they were i was in front of them too that was my least fair part but anyway, so then it go by, and then I was here, and I was like, oh, like hey, all these kids are moving. It's like, I'm like where do they train? It's like, oh, at Llewellyn, they got this program that they're doing. That. And I'm like, Man, who's running that show over there? And then it's you, right? So well, you and Neil, right, essentially.
1: Yeah, and there's yeah. Yeah, there are others, others, there are others. Yeah, there's others, absolutely,
0: yeah. So hearing that and seeing that, I was like, it was really cool to witness kind of the development of that and then seeing how actual progress can be made in kids and then see how like that can kind of shape them into becoming well like adult athletes and student athletes and stuff but i'm wondering how do you help them balance being like an athlete because there's a lot of focus that has to go into that but also being a student and then we talked about earlier as well if you uh i'm curious balancing also like the having fun aspect too because like i know it takes commitment to work into achieve those athletic goals. I know it takes work and commitment to achieve those academic goals, but then it's like, well, where's the balance of like, all right, we want to have fun because four years, I don't want to burn out.
1: I, the having fun part's easy. Yeah, I think yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, it's a multi-grade, yeah, co-ed peer group.
0: Multi-grade co-ed peer group. Right. Yeah. If you're on okay. uh, a lot of For the sure. times. You
1: <laughs> pick a team. It's a bunch of boys in grade nine and that's your team yeah yeah well this is this is what we do is quite quite a bit different than that right Mm -hmm. so they could be grade nines they could be grade tens they could be grade twelves and there's boys and girls there so most of the time um i find that dynamic uh the fun takes care of itself i guess so we have a bunch of different yeah and we do certain things that they like i mean i figured out things that they they like and so you do more of it yeah right um friday workouts through through the winter is a has always been a favorite nice um meet on the third floor all kinds and just grind it out right Mm -hmm. all kinds of uh training um things that i rely on that work in the in a in the hallway right um and then music's playing everybody's working hard Mm -hmm. We eat afterwards. Nice. We socialize. uh, It's a great time. Um, You know, for the first few years I did that, like around, starting around 2003 or 2004, um, I might have only had four people, but Mm -hmm. I was looking for the workout myself, so it was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to be there either way. Right. right? One person and I'm there, 30 people and I was there. Yeah. Because I am working out with them. Right. I don't know what I'll do when I can't do that. But right now yeah. I still can. So, yeah, we're not focused on yeah, that, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah um, and it grew over the years. Mm-hmm. So eventually some you know, some Fridays, forty kids upstairs. But for the Come first on. several years I had literally like four. On a Friday you'd meet and we would we would do our workout, wow. we would have something to eat afterwards. Eventually it sort of routinely became ten, then it became twenty, and then Depending on the time of year, you could have forty kids up there. Jeez. Yeah, it's so I really came to enjoy that workout myself, and I think it it yeah. provided that hit workout for me, that high intensity workout, mm-hmm. there, and and helped keep me in shape.
0: So. Nice. Do you have um, any like cool success stories of like student athletes you've had that have like you've met after the fact that have come back and like, hey, because of you, or even not if they haven't told you directly, but just having those relationships and then being able to see them five, six years down the road and seeing kind of what they've accomplished because of like uh, the beginning of the hard work that kind of stand with uh, that coaching.
1: If you can there's think a of a lot. Why. Yeah, there's a lot. I, um, making it difficult. I don't even know where to begin. I could talk about oh, please. elite yeah. athletes um, that, that I've had and, and, and still in contact with or um, people that, you can do a few, God. one or two of each to stand out. You know what, there's a kid that uh, I was thinking about not too long ago. Um, he was trouble in school, really. Yeah. Um, did lots of sports. Yeah. I'm not gonna drop his name. Right. Um, no, of course. But I remember him. Just grades-wise didn't click, eh? Pardon me? Grades-wise didn't click, eh? No, he was, he was struggling, I would say. And yeah. He was a challenging personality. But he loved sports and, yeah. and, and, and he loved track. He was doing track with nice. us. Um, possibly grade 11 or 12 i could just see the passion and the focus building and and he was so tuned in like there are 100 kids on the track team and he knew what everybody was doing and he knew the times and he knew what he needed to do and he was working hard towards it like he bought in he wanted it um okay so i I could see him learning how to focus and work hard through sport yeah right i think that's probably what sport does best yeah it can teach you work ethic Oh, absolutely. it can you to grind yeah. oh yeah right um and it can give you some focus and once you once you learn how to focus in one domain and Year work ahead. hard in one domain
0: yeah you can kind of change you can system. transfer it yeah exactly well like years later he's a phd amazing who would have thought right
1: uh, and so when i found that uh, out good for him because i remember at the time recognizing it yeah going, this is this is working for he's you got it here. You're, you're learning how to work hard right yeah. now and you're you're, you're, you're you're you've bought in and you're loving this, and, yeah. and this is this is really good for you. Anyway, to find out years like later he's a PhD. I thought that was fantastic. Oh um, uh, yeah. And then I've had some wonderful experiences with uh, uh, with some ath- some athletes that have gone on pretty far in their sport. Yeah. Um, most notably, uh, like one that I directly helped um, get to the 2016 Olympic trials in Edmonton. Sweet. Serena Sankarche. Oh, okay, she was a herd, Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That's exciting. Wow. Yeah, well, she did her five years in the NCAA and yeah. came, came back uh, in 2015. And we kind of looked at each other thinking, uh, like, I, I wasn't, I coached her in high school. Yeah. She did her years yeah. uh, uh, in Division Series, One. Yeah. And then um, she was in Sudbury and the Olympic trials <laughs> were in a year. And so we had a chat and said, well, let's do this. That's and it. So nice. There we uh, are on top of um, coaching the running and Probably just sort of helping with the skiing at that time, mm-hmm. but mostly doing track through the winter. I would coach, uh, I would coach the high school kids, and then Serena would show up and or c- coach her. Nice. And, uh, uh, oh, that's I cool. Learned a lot that year. Had to get a lot of help to coach a kid at the national level. Yeah. And um, the experience was um, in Edmonton was was really cool, and we learned a lot that year. Um, it's really hard to train a sprinter in Sudbury yeah uh, by the way you don't um, say why just like resources yes yeah. yeah long straight stretches <laughs> that are hard to come by um yeah uh, interesting right so uh, i well, while your competition is you know serena was training in a 60 meter hall meaning she could blast it for 40 meters her competition um comparable athlete is in ottawa with a domed 400 meter track yeah, 30 kilometer I, an hour treadmill yeah i guess during the winter yeah yeah and then it was late yeah I the track it's... was late to get uh to be melted uh anyway we had to travel a lot to to yeah. race um nonetheless uh a really good experience for both of mm-hmm. us um and i certainly became a much better coach as a result of going through that what thing what's something you
0: like picked up training uh her and with her and coaching that uh You're going to take forever and apply to your athletes that you didn't have before.
1: Well, I had to talk a lot with uh, Dick Moss. Yeah. Because he's a higher level coach. Mm -hmm. Um, Brian Risk uh, out of North Bay. He's a high level coach. These guys were guiding me. Um, And I would sit down on every Sunday and pretty much spend two hours making a training program for her. Yeah. Right. And and go so every Sunday. Yeah. Even but you're thinking about it through the week what has to be done. What's yeah, the next so step? Yeah. Cool. So,
0: how's she feeling? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I had kind of done this for myself uh, when in my early twenties. I was reading mm-hmm. and training myself. Yeah. Right. Self-taught. Um. Anyways, the organization that I had uh, around um, training plans, I suppose, for my teams. Hmm improved exponentially through the course of that um,
0: yeah. that year. Yeah, so then creating the individual plan, but what I, is important, and I think what was cool with uh, what you just said too, that stood out um, to me was, you mentioned like just reaching out to all these people and having these resources and people who are willing and help, like helped you out through this process. I think that's cool because you managed to get a lot of really good information that was like, oh, now I can just apply this all to other people, as well, mm-hmm. right? And not so much as like, hey, I got a cookie cutter method, but right. more just I understand now how to apply it better to individual athletes.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Right. That's almost how it sounds.
1: Yeah. Um, you, you, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you have to, um, know the basics. Yeah. Right. And you have to uh, understand the methodologies. Right. But, every athlete's different mm-hmm. and there was actually like there's different methods to get to the same spot too mm-hmm. uh, but but there's underlying principles that don't change right progression like what? yeah yeah progression yeah right <laughs> yeah we uh, just talked about frequency it, yeah. um yeah individual differences uh what are they uh there's a whole list anyway <laughs> but but per overload yeah
0: True, uh, progressive
1: yeah. overload mm-hmm. it would probably be about the most important thing that you could do for any athlete or or or, or individual working out in yeah the gym, it's how you get gains. stronger it's how you get faster it's how you get bigger yeah it's... can't keep doing the same thing and expect change right you have to no. stress that body out yeah and you, and you can't have to also do it progressively. max
0: out every single day because that also won't help stress plus rest yeah equals growth yeah that's the biggest thing is i think it's the recovery part too that gets ignored a lot yes right because it's like oh
1: less so today
0: yeah i think so i think the science now yeah is more than come out and more than got its way around um the twitter sphere yeah right but um i think especially um what i've found too is like it takes confidence to take a day off yeah right like you have to be very confident, especially if you have a race coming up or a meet or a competition. It's like, no, I got to grind until that day comes, and then yeah, oh, I'll just take the afternoon. It's like, oh, I'll take it easy, and then it's like when you still went to go into the gym and i was still doing it harder no. for
1: the younger athlete. Yeah, um, yeah. Who thinks more is better? Who's really driven? Right. I just had this conversation with um, an athlete yesterday. Amazing. Um, please take the weekend off. Um, you're describing to me that you're yeah. run down. Yeah. Right. You're performing well, but you're mm-hmm. run down. Yeah. Like, to chill out I mean, really smart outside, really yeah. driven people sometimes mm. uh really struggle Little, with the day off. Yeah. yeah 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 it takes
0: that confidence and how do you build the not so much that confidence because we went over that but how do you build the discipline into young people because that is something that i know i have friends of mine that struggle with that and now we're doing it to, or you're doing it like, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds? Sounds like more of a... 14 to 17? Yeah. Yeah. More of a battle. At the beginning, you know, I think if you just make it the fun. Or yeah. You, like, easier to commit to, I guess? Or easier um, to understand the goal, or... Well,
1: you got to hook them first. Right. So, they have to... Yeah. Because a lot of kids won't, especially right out of the... Gates in grade nine they won't like the idea of working as hard as we're working right so that's not a re- going to be a reward that's a detractor um mm, yeah so Fair. critical mass helps yeah. so if you have enough people like if i only had a few people on the team it's really hard to get other people in doing the hard work that everyone else is doing but if i've got a group yeah. which we do now and Sweet. we didn't always but with that group yeah and as long as like we can maintain a group you could uh, the younger people will see the hard, uh, the older people working yeah. hard. Now they may not like it at first, but there's some peer pressure to stay uh, yeah. uh, with the group, right? And then once they see success, oh, nice. then then uh, the hook is in, right? Yeah. So, but you have to get them to that point where they can work hard for a while yeah. and see success. And we don't always succeed.
0: No, no, no. Which it's okay. Yeah. Um, but there's one thing that i so saw from this video i watched a camera for life Me, you said it but they're like it really depends on like environment and people you're around changes a lot right yes. you said it right you're if you are around people that aren't doing anything and whatever you're all playing like none of the video games video games but if you're always being i guess lazy together it's like oh well if you're the only guy out of the, your friends like you're like oh yeah yeah you know i'll do 100 push-ups a day and then you it's like, well I don't know I should go for a run. It's like we know you're not going to. But if you're around a bunch of people and all of them are like, all right, yeah, let's get it. Let's do hundred you know, let's do the Murph challenge. Let's do hundred push ups, like hundred push ups right now, let's go. Like you're gonna be the only person sitting there not doing one, like doing it, right? It's like eventually they're gonna you're gonna fall too far behind. And I see where like, yeah, the peer pressure of like, okay, like, let's all do it. You almost don't want to be left out, right? I wouldn't say, like, nobody's forcing you to do it, but, yeah,
1: you don't want to be left out, right? Well... I think that helps. Yeah, and it's usually good. Sometimes it's not. I mean, yeah. um, I, I remember years ago with uh, track and field and the relay meet. And yeah. We would win most of the relays. You know, some of the kids were didn't want to be on that team that didn't win. Oh, of course not. <laughs> yeah. So. Amazing. The, it, maybe it's a positive pressure. I don't know. Um, but uh, being around a bunch of people that are working hard yeah. and and seeing success, mm-hmm. um, as long as you can stick around long enough, yeah. you're going to see success with that group as well. Right. Um, Amazing, yeah. And if it's the place to be, if the team is um, doing well, mm-hmm. and you know it's doing well, and you want to be a part of it, right. um, and it's it's... Uh, lack of a better word uh it's cool to be a part of that team it, it, it. um then then that's at least a good way to get started right
0: yeah yeah smart i think there's a lot to be said about when athletes are trying to develop and they get to that point of like winning and they're getting used to it and stuff but how do you build like uh especially young people because i feel they're like lack of um, like there is a lack of emotional maturity right especially in like young men like even like dudes and they're like dudes in like my age are in their 20s and still like I'm still progress and I'm trying to get better and I'm still emotionally immature <laughs> at times right so I can only imagine for people like that so how do you coach or teach like failure or, like I guess losing or it's like oh it's just part of the process which it is right but like how do you coach like hey guys like yeah we didn't win this one but we can get the next one like how do you coach that
1: it's right here Oh, I guess so. Yeah, lead by uh, lead by
0: example. Lead by example. Um, Shout out to you, Troy.
1: We appreciate <laughs> you, brother. Um, well, we lose a lot. I mean, yeah, uh, and 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 we do well. I mean, uh, losing with humility um, is, is a trait you can lead. Um, mm-hmm. um, being emotionally stable yourself i suppose um all the typical things that uh you know coaches talk about at least and try to exemplify i mean mm-hmm. leading by example um good sportsmanship um I'm trying to come up with a good answer for you um, yeah. but, <laughs> but leading like i i, I leading yeah. by example i mean you it's okay to lose. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, it is indeed. It's yeah. totally okay. And then, and I, you know, sometimes we talk about it. There's no such thing as losing. There's winning,
0: yeah.
1: or there's learning. Yeah, right. And um, and it's okay to be disappointed in your result. Yeah. Um, but you, we'll, we'll we'll talk you through it. You have to process it, um, figure out what, yeah, what, what the lesson is, and, and and be ready to move on. So we do try to teach grit. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and part of being gritty is, is dealing with loss, you know, being resilient, and, and bouncing back, mm-hmm. right? And if they're passionate enough about what they do, and they understand that the process is more than one season, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Big picture. Yeah, and, if, and, they, and they need to understand that there's going to be uh, peaks and valleys right. in that long road. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the best way. I can do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. So, lead by example. Do you have um, like an individual uh, like race, or I guess because I know you get uh, like you just get summers off and stuff, right? So I'm wondering if you, which means in my in my eyes, you have like time to do like your own challenges and stuff, right? Do you have any that stand out that you've done, like any cool or uh, interesting, like uh, either like outdoor adventures you've done or lots like Um, uh, a couple that stand out or really difficult ones that you persevered through
1: i'll i'll i can go over some recent ones and then maybe a more epic one will pop into mind um when i was i've always been active yeah um i was doing triathlon. i got into triathlons when i started uh university right okay and then it, it just grew and i wanted that badly um and then I've always been an outdoorsy guy. So if you can combine the two, that's pretty cool as well. Yeah. Um, and I think I found myself so busy a number of years ago that I thought all my pastimes have to be outdoors yeah. or physical, right? Because yeah. otherwise I'm going to be out of shape in no time. Yeah. Um, but I found that really centered me, really. Um. And so anyway, when summers came or when vacation comes, I'm working out more, right? Yeah. I know a lot of people think they get, they get, out of shape in the summer i'm like how is that possible yeah um you don't always get bored
0: not having like having too much time
1: yeah maybe yeah i, I don't uh, get bored very often yeah, but but um, i just wanted like i want to i want to work hard yeah. in the summer and i want to train hard so you know I, i've always had that deep river triathlon where mm. i grew up um that triathlon is what got me started and then when i moved to sudbury yeah i, I can talk more about that if you'd like yeah, um, i'm
0: curious i'm like huh?
1: But then the Beacon Classic locally yeah. as well got me going. Deep River is where I grew up, back to the triathlon. Yeah. Did you have a question about that? Or? Yeah, I was just like, oh Deep River. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, I, they have they have one of the longest-running triathlons in the country. And um, Interesting. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I remember it as I was growing up. And I think at the very end of high school, right before I came to Laurentian, I was volunteering. Mm-hmm. And I was... Uh, just on the road telling the runners which way to go and my high school teacher ran by me and he just looked right at me he says you should be doing this I don't know that whole that one statement changed my life because okay maybe I will went to Laurentian joined the running team with that in mind didn't have a running team in high school yeah uh, but I joined the running team at Laurentian that was hard Uh, then I learned how to swim Mm and I wasn't that great a swimmer but I spent every day in the January in the pool Mm -hmm. got home in may and bought a bike and then uh, in august did that did the uh deep river triathlon nice. and i never looked back right um yeah. and and that's where this whole journey into sports and endurance began for me really Interesting, um yeah. with that one line you should do this <laughs> um oh, yeah. so i suppose you know deep river triathlon is mm-hmm. is i haven't done it in a few years and it didn't happen for a few years there yeah either. i guess with COVID um and everything. moved to sudbury though and they had the beaten classic yeah so that was a natural uh
0: yeah. thing to get into um that's always such a fun event i always try to i always find myself not of i always find myself like wanting to and i think this year i was telling somebody i was like you know i'm gonna i want to go to more of these events and just like not even so compete but i like just support right yes Cause i find them like i almost feel like if i don't like I either have to go and do it or don't go which is a bad, yeah. It's a bad way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, and I I, I, I partnered I, up
1: last time. Yeah, and
0: uh ah. I've done it the last like two years, and then there was a two year, three year hiatus, and I did it back to back. Ridiculous! This is disgusting. I did uh, what was one? I did the back half. I don't know if you've done this half of it, but I did the the paddle solo, and then I did the run. Yeah, it was disgusting. That <laughs> was bad. Man, my legs are, it wasn't even in my legs, it was like I was sitting for almost like for 40 minutes roughly, right? And then I'm sitting for 40 minutes, and now I stand up and I have to sprint, and I was like, Whoa,
1: well, yeah, in the old bag, um when it used to be longer, yeah, f- run out of Laurentian, yeah, remember right that. before the 12k run, I finished the paddle, yeah, and, uh, and it, I mean, the swim was longer, the swim was a mile, yeah, and you had to run from Laurentian down to Laurentian Beach, swim the mile, back to Laurentian, get on your bike, do 30k um jesus yes then then run back down to uh laurentian beach do your 40 minute paddle then start the 12k run that was the uh that was how i was introduced to it um anyway i remember one year coming off of the uh out of the canoe and both quads seized oh come Come on on my face (laughs) and that was the most agony i I, i've been in for one hour because uh the quads would not really the con- let Yeah, up. i mean uh i got i walked for a bit i tried to drink stuff and Just eventually i could run again but the quads were sore the whole way. yeah there,
0: there's no like immediate like fix oh it was, man oh, yeah it was awesome <laughs> it's what we call uh and a good buddy of mine kind of introduced me to this term because i kind of told him about what my vision of it is of fun but he was like no well i look at it as this and this but i'll tell you more about him after remind me but uh because i think he'd be a good person for you to like uh interact with and talk to you okay. he's a cool guy but so he basically he tells me about this thing called type one and type two fun right right i'm familiar so, yeah, yeah so amazing yes so with the like oh yeah like let's all go on a roller coaster it's fun while we're doing it but like nobody really looks back and goes hey remember the third ride we did like that third trip on the leviathan and be like nope But I'm like, I remember the time I climbed a mountain. I hated every second, like every step. I was like, this is painful. Got up to the top. I was like, this is amazing. Love it. Ate a couple sticks of pepperettes and then went back down. I was like, hell yeah.
1: It's kind of like easy fun or easy dopamine versus earned hard fun and earned uh, dopamine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very interesting. Like very different things. Very different things, but both like, uh, I mean, both fun, but yeah, the fun while you're having it versus the fun like after the fact, I mean.
1: I find that yeah. far more re- rewarding. Oh,
0: rewarding for sure. Um, yeah, it's fulfilling. More fulfilling. Um, yeah, absolutely. It was hard
1: to do it, but you look back, well, I got to do that again because you feel so good afterwards. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and you might have worked really hard to do it Yeah. in the first place, and then you accomplish something. Um, I would say as I've gotten older, I've gotten to a place where sometimes I'm having fun doing it yeah more often than not i'm got, a little I'm, bit yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, excuse maybe me. i'm just grateful i can still do it yeah um but there's nothing better than being in a race against somebody yeah. like a friend right and and you're all of a sudden you're competitive with each other and you want to beat each other yeah. and and so it goes on maybe for a couple of hours oh it's great I, I, yeah wow. um i'm not afraid of uh that pain anymore. I, yeah. I, I do remember sort of when that went away, but you know, like kids won't do exercise unless made do sometimes because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But eventually I think if you do it long enough, you totally look forward to that.
0: Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird shift that goes on and I don't know if it's, yeah, like you said, it's, you just do it for long enough. You eventually mm-hmm. are like, it almost becomes more of a lifestyle than it does anything. And you get like used to it. Yeah. Right? Maybe like, used to
1: it is a better way of thinking uh, about it.
0: I just you, I just, you know, know how you're gonna feel that, after yeah. too. Yeah, it's true. Like I know I'm gonna feel better and like I'll uh like I'll train uh in the mornings, uh like some days in the week and when I do and it's like a hard wrestling practice from like five thirty to seven AM, I'm like halfway through it, I'm looking, I'm like the coffee's gonna taste so good after this. And then <laughs> yes. It does, right? Yes, it does. And it's like ah oh, the like the lake feels so much colder and like everything seems like be more relaxed right yeah and like oh i mean everything else seems to be like more manageable now life is good yeah it's like you, you know why you reminded your perspective.
1: me of if i could design my favorite day what yeah. it would be and amazing it's kind of uh it could be showing up to the beaten yeah and doing it yeah right exhausting um extremely hard effort the after party or i always find um the races and the events that you do every year are kind of like reunions
0: yeah that's a cool way to look at it so
1: the beaten is a reunion yeah okay so is the uh deep river triathlon yeah certainly was at least uh for many years it's like i'm seeing people i haven't seen in a year you catch up afterwards yeah yeah you know you have a great time yeah you eat a meal right um you spend the afternoon there you help clean up a little bit and if it's a sunny day even better oh then you you go home and if it's beautiful out, you're sitting maybe if you're lucky in front of a nice sunset, having yeah, a beer, and you're just relaxing, right? Yeah. And it's like that was the perfect day. Yeah. Like, it, it. So it, the effort though, the early day effort. Yeah. they combined with that sort of with with your community, with your friends, mm-hmm. and then finishing it off, relaxing in the in some nice weather somewhere. Uh, that's it. That's that's the perfect day. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And though. so I, I do look forward to it, and I do try to yeah. share that uh, experience with other people, or let people know that that's what it can be.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot, man. I think there's something. Uh, there's something I've been watching and I've been saying a bit lately too. Is like, if I'm not suffering, I'm not happy. Or yeah. Like if I'm not struggling, I'm not happy. I'm like there needs to be some struggle to get to, like anything good is earned. Yeah. Right, my mind like I can't like it's very very tough and especially now like nobody really like even just to, it's like oh man what was that thing that that guy said ah oh, okay let's just Google it right like the our access to information right now is absurd like yeah. just the ease of it so like, I think it kind of makes everything lazy and our attention span smaller so we don't have the yeah. drive to build up the confidence or the repu uh, uh the repertoire of uh, just like doing difficult things and then building
1: onto it and just uh, and getting good at those yeah difficult exactly things. right so developing yeah. some form of mastery yeah
0: and some skill to it
1: as well yeah well if we're distracted which i think we are yeah you don't it's, it's easy to sit and scroll all morning very which, uh, too easy right right but it's probably going to be 10 times more fulfilling and Growth-inducing if you go out for a run or a paddle yeah. or, or or something like that, or, yeah. or get a and better yet do it with somebody. Well, not yeah. always actually. Yeah. Sometimes doing those things alone it's is nice by great. yourself. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. It's going to be way better in every possible way yeah. uh, than watching TV or look going through uh, social media or yeah. Or, or, or whatever people do. <laughs> yeah, dude, I almost find myself. I almost get
0: like feel guilty, or like I feel a bit of like guilt. And, that's like, good. Resentment, right? When I'm like, oh, I've been on this fucking. Night. It's like nine thirty on Saturday. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta that's train. good. I gotta train. I gotta get my
1: ass to the gym. I gotta do something. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, yeah. I, I have to get outside and go see somebody. I'm I'm feeling guilty while when I was growing something. up watching yeah. TV. I, I always. I, I don't watch TV during the day, right? And I barely watch it as it is. But if I do, it's in the evening. Yeah, it's because just, I, I to there's an to wind immediate down. guilt. Yeah, to to put, turning on the TV. You almost earn day. it when it's
0: at the end of the day, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it's like it's dark an hour. hour yeah, just whatever. Or,
1: or there's a nice show that yeah you can watch with your family.
0: Yeah, just be entertained. Yeah, like you're eight. Like it's okay to do that. I have to earn that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't. Uh, I almost have like a almost a bit of a. Like towards people that don't have that i'm a bit of like it's not that i was like okay it was funny we were um like 26 and a half like kilometers into this run right this morning and i was looking oh yeah like we're right there but, awesome. like my buddy's in pain <laughs> i'm in pain uh eh, no not so bad right um but he goes i remember looking at him and i was like uh and like i could hear him kind of like getting frustrated and i was like dude Two types of people: there's people that say they're gonna do something. There's people that say and do it. Yeah. Now we kind of get to decide. I'm like, dude, we're doing it. Like, yeah. we're, we're like, we're like, we just run the board walking back. My and then walk to my house. No big deal.
1: <laughs> like, dude, we've
0: done this hundreds of times. Yeah. We're 26 kilometers into this, uh. there we're like, not even a fraction of like much further than half. Like, we're not even close yeah. uh, to like having like half of it left. Or and I'm like, we're so much further than we like, like we're doing this. Like, it's done. Right, it's like, let's just finish it. And so we ended up like relaxing, getting to the end of it and everything started to like piece together. And it was like difficult, but now I'm like, I feel like so much better. Maybe not physically right now, to be honest. But But doesn't that feel- Oh, amazing. I love that
1: feeling. Amazing! I did something hard and I'm exhausted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the water felt a bit more fresh right yeah the coffee tasted better the beer will taste better too The beer great. tastes really good yeah okay. exactly hopefully then, you're in the sun somewhere yeah i hope so too yeah. but yeah so that's kind of what everything like looks like from that
1: perspective when i found like yeah type two fun is very very like it's the best type of fun yeah so with my exercise science class yeah yeah you've reminded me of something with my exercise science class i i, I have them read books mm-hmm. so and i have a library now mm-hmm. and they can pick or they can go find their own. Oh, cool. uh, one of the books, more it. recent ones, and I haven't read it, but I've had a, a, a student read it and, yeah. and do a presentation on it. Oh, cool. Do Hard Things. That's cool. It's the title of the book. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're challenging me. Yeah. Um, Magnus, Steve Magnus. Oh,
0: yeah, okay. I like
1: that you didn't Google that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, he's, he's the author of the book, Do yeah. Hard Things. Um, Love it. The, the book sounded... Like the presentation was amazing that the yes. student did and i loved the concepts i did watch his interview with uh, rich roll as well yeah nice um but i mean that and, and and since then i've been telling my students if the opportunity arises yeah like that's the secret to, to life do hard things yeah. that it's is it
0: more fulfilling you
1: feel better everything yeah yeah uh, Man, find a challenge awesome.
0: and 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 Em- embrace it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, enjoy the process of it yeah that's I think a very important thing that I think gets overlooked I mean, we say oh yeah enjoy the pro no actually enjoy it <laughs> like you're meeting the people you're having fun you're getting in better shape you're eating better you're doing all these things and my buddy and I are kind of going back forth this morning I was like why or I'm just like hey man like what have we done since it's like we're a lot more bonded as friends and like starting there I'm like we're both eating better we're both in better shape Everything else, like all the other like athletic things we're doing is like seems easier and smoother, and like we're just more relaxed. And everything, when did this process start for you? Um, we kind of committed to the process in like January, February. We had been we had done a couple like 5, 10, 12k runs. You were working out before this, though. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh more yeah. strength based, no more, uh, more like uh, jujitsu, okay, wrestling, yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. And then I like. Yeah, like you saw the weight room and setup that yep. I have here. It's a weight room, weight <laughs> bench, um, right there. <laughs> yeah, right. So thank you. I uh, I do like so I was doing that and then, like I'd run. I used to like run track and stuff and in, in like high school and stuff like that and cross country. So no, nothing was too much of a like a shift to like focus in on this. And it was just like yeah, I, I'm doing it to have fun. And it is. And people didn't like when I said this. I like, kind triggered a couple people, but I was like, it's just running. Goodness, it's just running. Yeah. And like people are like, man, I gotta run. I'm like, it's just running. Just do it. It's like walking, yeah. but like, like a yeah. bit faster. Yeah. Like, yeah. You put stress on these things, and I'm like, it's not actually that bad. No. Because, right? You put a panic in your head. I'm like, well, you're already fatiguing yourself because you're putting stress on it. Do everything you can to not be stressed during it, and it'll go a
1: lot smoother. How How is your fitness? Um, in the other things you do, changed since you've started towards this challenge. A lot. Of, a lot of. Uh, I find like, I
0: can maintain a good pace longer like just more even in, with uh, yeah. the martial arts training yeah 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 though that's all that's helped the running and the runnings helped that yeah. so they kind of right so instead of not running I'm now running once or twice a week okay where, versus yeah, yeah. before where it was like I just wasn't doing it and then now it's like I'm progressively adding and then yeah now unless doing,
1: you're specifically trying to be a bodybuilder uh, like' yeah. I'm, running is Great for everything, I yeah. Find. I think mean, running um, and
0: then swimming, swimming is yeah. one that I'm going to switch into after yeah. like the run, the marathon ends. Just I think that's when I started to do last summer break. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, like less pounding, yeah, better for the joints and just mobility. And then, um, yeah, just cardio is tough. Nobody thinks about the breathing. Mm-hmm. And then when you swim, it's like, oh crap, I have to time my breathing. And then once you get used to time your breathing, then you do it and everything else, and everything else seems easier. It's yeah. like, why do I have oxygen? Oh, <laughs> I <know> I <laughs> breathe, right Yeah, so no, yeah. it's it's uh, it's very fun. But uh, do you have? a kind of final like uh, overall message or anything you want to like leave or lesson that you've learned that you want to share Before we uh, call it quits today.
1: Um, okay. Uh, get passionate about something, formulate a vision for yourself, yeah. right? right? Cause that vision will allow you to uh, hopefully find passion within yourself. Um, if the vision suits you. Um, and that'll that'll give you purpose, meaning, fulfillment. I mean, yeah. get a vision, get passionate. Bring that everywhere you, you can, right? But yeah. you, you find something you really want to yeah. do. So do the hard work. Like yeah. what, that's what high school and, and post high school is all about. It's mm-hmm. kind of about finding yourself, yeah. right? So when you find yourself and, and make go through the hard work of, of, of knowing what you're all about and what you right. want to yeah. do, and then you'll have that passion, and then you'll be able to do great things with it, I suppose. Or, or, or lead a fulfilling life, or pass that passion on to others. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, it's all I got.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it, Colin. Thank you very much for your time today. Thanks for chatting with me. And I, uh, yeah, man. No, this has been great. Thank, thank you, thank you so very much. much. Well, yeah, uh-huh. You're natural at it. So. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Amazing. I was a little nervous. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. You did great. So, yeah. thank you very much for doing the show. I really, I really appreciate it. And yeah, man, thank yeah, you very much. That was
1: very rich role of you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on. Yeah. hell
0: yeah. <laughs>